Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. As always, it's a pleasure to have you tuning in to this episode with me. I'm going to be doing a solo episode today for the first time in a while. I really haven't been um, recording many episodes by myself lately. I've had some awesome guests on that I've learned so much from, and hopefully you have as well. Um, and that's not going to be stopping anytime soon. The lineup of, of people that we have coming on the show in the very near future um, is incredible. I'm really excited for the conversations, and hopefully you guys get plenty of value out of it as well. So you may have guessed from today's title of the episode, but today I wanted to just share my story. I try not to talk too much on the podcast about myself. Um, obviously, I'm fortunate to speak with people who have so much value to offer um, and their stories to share. So I try not to make too much of the podcast about me, but today I'm going to pretty much do the the bloody exact opposite of that and and share my story, kind of where where um, where I started, you know, my journey to through the health and fitness industry to to where I am today. Ultimately, kind of you know doing strength training in person coaching clients online all across the world um, and, you know, working with the girls from Keeper Cleaner, doing the podcast, um, putting out content on a daily basis, fortunate to to be networking with some incredible people, um, at which I'm extremely grateful for, but it didn't just happen. Um, so that's how I wanted to, that's what I wanted to do today is just share my story so everyone has an understanding of where I've come from um, and, and the journey I've been on to, to get to this point, not only with my career, but also physically as well. Um, in terms of my knowledge with nutrition and training and my whole sporting background and stuff like that. So look, I'm going to try and keep it quite short, um, but we'll start from the very beginning. So I guess early days, my whole um, love for health and fitness initially started through sport. Um, As a junior playing football, basketball, um, a bunch of different sports, you know, footy and and basketball were were my favorites um, the whole way through. And that's what I put a lot of my time and effort into, particularly basketball. For me, that was you know, growing up, there was literally like no other um, option in my mind other than that I wanted to play basketball professionally um, when I left school, and and really that was that was my priority. So everything I did was aimed towards making that um, that dream a reality. So something that I've found um, with myself from very early days is that I've never had an issue with motivation or discipline in doing the things that I ne- know I need to do, um, you know, or putting in the hard work and the extra hard work to to try and turn my dreams into reality and work harder than everyone else around me you know predominantly playing team sports um that that works to an extent but obviously there's a a skill element of that as well and um you know I loved playing team sports Uh, I I really I probably miss football now more than uh, I miss basketball but at the time I was just obsessed growing up uh, naturally a very skinny person, um, so I've got ectomorph type body. Uh, so I always found it quite tough to, to put on weight, and I was extremely skinny and underweight. Uh, when I moved to Melbourne, just to give you an example, I think I've mentioned this on the show before, I moved to Melbourne the exact same height that I am now, but I was about 25 kilos less um, than what I am at the moment, which which is pretty insane. So Always had a, had a bit of an issue with putting on weight. Um, I was overtraining, under eating for a very, very, very long time. Um, naturally, you know, being a skinnier type person, um, aerobically, that was my strong point. So, you know, running and I could just run all day. When I was younger, when I was still playing um, sport, you know, football and basketball, when I look at it now, 
the workload I was doing was absolutely outrageous, um, an insane amount of training. Um, and, you know, predominantly aerobic. So I was doing a lot of running, um, an absolute shitload of running. Even when I, you know, occasionally went to the gym early days, it was always to do something to do with cardio. It wasn't really anything to do with strength training, to be honest. Um, and, and it wasn't until about 15 or 16 when a basketball coach of mine pretty much told me and my old man that I need to, I need to get stronger. I need to put on some weight. I'm too skinny. Um, I'm getting kind of thrown around in the games and, and, and not being able to, I guess, hold my own against, against the bigger guys. So I'm just trying to, to grab the ball. Every time I decide to record a podcast, Russ, my little puppy, decides it's a fucking fantastic idea to start playing with the ball or anything that makes as much noise as possible, which is great. <laughs> Sit down, Chief. Um, so, yeah, look, I, I initially got into the gym about 15 or 16 years old. Like I said, I was, I was very obsessed with aerobic fitness back then. Strength training wasn't even um, on my radar, but I got into the gym, got given a program, started training. Um, initially, I hated it. I really did not enjoy going to the gym at all because I was so used to the fast-paced cardio sessions, and I think this is why I can relate to a lot of people, particularly females that come from a, a training background of just group fitness classes and high cardio um, who find it difficult to get in the gym and, and do strength training without feeling like they're being lazy or not working hard enough. So I, uh, I initially hated it and it wasn't until maybe about two months into to me consistently going to the gym where I had a bit of a, an aha moment where it just all started to click. Physically, I was starting to see results. Mentally, I felt incredible. Um, I saw my body start to change and I quickly became hooked. I was just obsessed with going to the gym. Now, even with this passion and drive to go to the gym and train, I was doing pretty much everything wrong in terms of nutrition and training for the first few years. Now, when I say wrong, obviously, um, I saw a huge benefit, huge gain by going into the gym and doing um, workouts regardless of whether they were optimal or not. But I could have saved myself a lot of time and effort if I had have been following the right structure, the right program with my training in particular. Um, which is why I, I love putting out content now. It's why I love helping people on that same journey now to avoid a lot of the mistakes that I made back then. So I was training with, you know, shitloads of reps, like really high reps, lightweight, training for the burn, trying to, you know, quote unquote, tone my muscles, which you can't do. You can only grow them or you can they can only increase or decrease in size. So for me, I was going in there and just doing what I thought was the right thing. Um, probably because I was so used to working hard with the aerobic side of things that I felt that when I was in the gym, you know, I, surely I had to be doing something where, yeah, you know, I was, my cardio was all the way up, like my my heart rate was up and, and stuff like that. I was sweating and feeling like it was a hard workout. So I did that for the first two or three years. Now, I did make progress. I did get a lot stronger. Um, I guess you could say I, I, my physically looked a lot better. I started to, to grow a little bit, but in saying that, Nutrition-wise, I was under-eating. Um, I was over-training by an absurd amount. Um, supplementation at that point wasn't even really a thing. I think I used a protein that I bought from the supermarket, which tastes like absolute shit. I used it a couple of times and then, and then never really used it again. And back then as well, I was under the illusion that, um, that, uh, that protein made you just gain a serious amount of size. It was like some crazy – it was like a drug. Um, it was like I was using – fucking performance enhancing drugs um, when I use whey protein, um, which is obviously isn't the case. But as you can kind of tell from, from the story so far, I was just a, a lot of, um, I guess, mistakes or uh, 
a lot of wasted time because I didn't have the knowledge that I do now. And again, that's why I love putting out this content and helping other people get a good understanding of training and nutrition early so they don't uh, make the mistakes that I did. But anyway, fast forward to uh, when I turned 18, I was I was obsessed. Um, you know, I was right into, I absolutely loved the gym. Like I, I was fully obsessed with my basketball still, but I loved the gym. I was watching content online of bodybuilders and and other athletes are in the gym i was reading all the bodybuilding magazines i was you know going on bodybuilding.com looking at all these fitness sites and i just it was just a passion of mine i just found something that i was so passionate about outside of basketball i just loved it it wasn't until you know a few years down the track which we'll touch on soon that i realized that you know I, i should have been putting more time into that right from the start i was kind of in the habit of playing basketball and and because it had been my goal and my dream for so long to, to be a basketballer, it was just like I, I wrapped my whole identity around being a basketballer or an athlete and um, and and never really pursued the, the fitness side of things properly until later on. But in year 12, um, I, I did my personal training qualification separate to school. I just did it online over 12 months. Um, I got a job at the local YMCA, started doing some gym shifts there and writing programs Again, I was just obsessed. I was reading and watching as much content as possible. Um, but the problem is, and this is the problem that a lot of people have now, is there's so much conflicting information out there that you know my idea of what was right and what was wrong was changing literally every single week, almost every single day. So again, just making a lot of mistakes, a lot of trial and error, a lot of things that weren't working. Um, but that's okay because it, it did teach me a lot of lessons. Um, there was, you know, I was still making progress, don't get me wrong, but it just wasn't as efficient or as effective as what it potentially could have been if I was following evidence-based, scientifically-backed um, training and nutrition approaches. Anyway, finished up school. Um, I actually decided that for the first time ever, I was going to to stop focusing on basketball. Um, I, I wanted to pursue football. I was really enjoying my footy, but that was being kind of affected by the fact that I would always have to miss it for basketball. So, you know, I thought, fuck it, I'll make a big decision to take a year off basketball, play footy. Um, and then within a week, I'd been asked to move to Melbourne for basketball. So that whole thing kind of backflipped super quickly. And within a week, yeah, I was, li- I was pretty much living in Melbourne. Um, which is something I never had any intention of doing. I'd, I'd got into exercise and sports science at um, Deakin University in Geelong. I deferred it for a year, went to Melbourne, played basketball um, under Phil Smythe and Steve Brenning, which was incredible, and Ard Copeland. Um, made some incredible friends, you know, some of my best friends I met in that first year. And ultimately have never looked back since in terms of living in Melbourne. I was played basketball for two years in Melbourne, deferred my uni course for two years and eventually just decided to can it. Um, but it was when I moved here, so what was I, 18, 19, that I really started to find out about evidence-based um, training in nutrition. I started to find some reliable sources of information and started to learn properly. So all these misconceptions I had around nutrition about you know not eating late at night, avoiding carbs, all that type of shit, um, training wise being scared of doing heavy weight and low reps and um, all this stuff that I'd avoided for so long I started to realize that it was what I should have been doing so I started doing it you know I was I had some really um, knowledgeable people around me that were helping me in terms of um, knowledge and and I started to do a lot more trial and error again was obsessed loved it um, started to see some great results and at that time as well so I was a qualified PT but wasn't working as a trainer I was just doing some some gym shifts here in Melbourne um, and I started posting content online and getting 
some direct messages and stuff from people asking me to write some programs, nutrition plans and things like that to help them get the results that I'd been seeing because people were kind of, I guess, a little bit shocked. As I said, I was very skinny, um, did not look like I really trained in the gym at all. And then all of a sudden, once I started to put everything together and started tracking my calorie intake, eating the right amount, you know, because I was training so hard and, and my energy expenditure was so high. At one point, I was eating like 6,000 calories a day, <coughs> which was absolutely fucked. It was like a, a full-time job just to get my intake in. I was avoiding, you know, I was trying a few things out. I think when I was on 6,000 calories, I, was, I wasn't eating gluten or dairy either. So it's not like I was just eating calories from like Maccas and shit. It was all nutrient-dense whole foods and it genuinely was like a full-time job. If I hadn't had my... I remember one night I went out in Melbourne with the boys and we got home at, I don't know, maybe 5 a.m. And before I went to bed, I remember having my first meal for the next day to make sure I could still get the 6,000 calories in because I knew if I didn't have that meal then, then there's no chance I was going to get it in the hours that I was awake afterwards. So it was pretty crazy, but I was seeing results. I was growing muscle mass. Um, I was building muscle mass, sorry. Uh, I was obviously lean because my energy output was so high. Had a bunch of injuries and stuff with basketball and the training loads were super high that I couldn't go all in with the strength work. But I was just learning and learning and learning and just taking every opportunity I could get. I was going to seminars, continuing to watch a lot of content, um, still making plenty of mistakes, but was on the right track then and found some reliable sources, like I said. So I started writing some programs for people, was working in the gym just as a gym instructor, so getting more experience. And I really was obsessed. I remember I would sit in the office at work um, while I was on my gym shift, whenever it was quiet, and I would just go on bodybuilding.com and just read articles. Like, I just loved it. It just made me so uh, happy and excited to to read all this shit that um, I just did it nonstop. But anyway, I, I started to see results, as I said. Um, was playing basketball. Was was I think I was enjoying it. I was probably a bit over it, but um, at, in saying that, although I was getting to the point where I was a bit over it, because we were doing so much of it, I was the best I'd ever been in terms of skills-wise. So I felt like I had good momentum, was still set on playing basketball professionally and um, had travelled a bit with basketball, you know, played over in the Philippines. Um, we did a quick tour of New Zealand. At that point, I'd already played over in the States as well. And then uh, just at the end of my two years, uh, first two years, I had an ankle reconstruction. Now, at the time, it completely fucked me. Like I... Obviously, physically, I couldn't do anything for a fair while. Um, it was by far the longest rehab for any injury I've had. It was ridiculous. But um, and it also didn't work, mate. It was still fucked. So awesome news. Um, but, you know, mentally, I was like in a massive hole. I hated it. It felt so shit. As I said, my whole identity was wrapped around playing basketball. So I felt like I had nothing. Didn't know what I wanted to do. Just hated everything. It just sucked. It really did suck. It was, it was shocking. But... After a while, at that point, I just started to read some, I guess, self-help or personal development books by Robin Sharma and Grant Cardone, and I just pretty much pulled my finger out and and got on with it. I, I, I realized that, you know, this is a great time to start personal training because I don't have any commitments with basketball. So I started personal training in 2014. Um, I decided to do a physique competition. Um, I coached myself. Uh, I, I had the knowledge about training and nutrition to do it myself and it was a passion of mine. At that point, no one um, around me had ever done a bodybuilding competition. So it was completely out of the ordinary. So that was pretty daunting. But again, it was just about making, sh- like, it was just about not giving a fuck what anyone else thought. 
doing my own thing, doing what I enjoyed, and it was the best thing for me. It was incredible to help grow my business. Um, it was an amazing experience. I learned so much about myself in terms of my training and nutrition. I felt like I got in, um, you know, the the best shape that I'd ever been in. I was obviously as lean as I'd ever been before. I learned so much. I stepped on stage. Um, I stepped on stage for the first time uh, after coaching myself, and it was an awesome experience. It was incredible. I think I placed third, maybe, in that first show, um, but I was hooked. I was very hooked. Um, and, you know, by that point, I'd really made the decision that I wasn't going to play basketball anymore. I found that, you know, I've loved helping people now as a personal trainer and online coach. I loved the opportunities and the the possibilities of what I could do with health and fitness and that was it I was it was the biggest blessing in disguise I was it was you know everything happens for a reason and that was mine so I went all in all like I was posting content on social media every single day from the end of 2013 literally I started to grow my email list uh, I started posting on YouTube I was vlogging every single fucking day um, I ended up competing uh, another handful of times I, I you know I went to nationals twice um you know, the the first nationals I went to, I think I placed third or fourth, which qualified me for the Olympia um, in Las Vegas. So I competed in Vegas in men's physique. I continued to, to grow my knowledge and experience around training and nutrition. I started to build my business. I've really found my niche in terms of personal training, what I enjoyed most. Um, you know, I started, to, I started to really find my groove. I was posting, as I said, a lot of content online. I, I figured out that, you know, my whole marketing scheme, I guess you could call it, if it's if it's even worth calling it that, was based around providing as much value as I could for free to help as many people as I could so that when someone needed something, they'd be more than comfortable to, to come and pay me for my service. So that's what I've continued to do up until this day. Um, look, you know, over the years, the, my business has continued to evolve and evolve, which is incredible. Um, you know, I want to grow this as much as, much as I can. Um, I want to help as many people as I can. I started my podcast maybe 2017 or 18, I think it was, or I really can't remember what year it was, but, you know, we're up to 315 episodes now or something like that. I've been putting out at least one episode a week since then. As I said, I went really hard with the podcast, um, I uh, with with social media as well, sorry. I started... Um, I started heading over to, 2017 was the first time I did it. I flew over to LA in the winter here to spend summer in LA and and just work online to network, to get content overseas, to get out of my comfort zone, to be super independent and come back here and hopefully learn some things to implement with my clients here. Started doing that every year, extended the trip every year. So it started at two or three weeks. I think it, it eventually ended up being about seven eight weeks i think i would go over to la for and it's incredible I, I fucking miss it so much i can't wait to go back um but i just just i just love it over there for me i would easily go and live in la it's something that i would love to do at some point um but you know the weather the health and fitness scene the fact that everyone's super motivated over there uh it just suits me perfectly but yeah, look, I, I've been managed to meet some amazing people, network with some awesome clients who have turned into friends, um, have met some amazing people through the podcast. Epic opportunity to, to network with people um, that I've learned so much from. You know, I've continued to develop my personal development and self, self-help or whatever you like to call it um, over the years. You know, I've talked about it on the show, obviously, things like meditation, um, 
doing Wim Hof workshops, cold showers, the journaling, all that type of stuff. Continue to, to learn through reading and audio books and stuff like that. Um, I really started to find my groove, I feel, uh, which is awesome. In terms of physically, since I competed last, um, you know, look, that, that, that for me, that stage is probably gone now, I think. I don't really have any desire to compete again, but obviously we'll continue to stay in shape, continue to train my ass off. We'll do some photo shoots. We'll probably get down to extremely lean levels of body fat again sometime in the very near future for photo shoots and content and stuff, but not to compete. I want to continue to, to build um, my, uh, what do you call it, I guess, catalogue of, of, of podcast episodes, of content online, build the email list, continue to, to help people. Um, you know, Danielle and I have obviously started a, uh, female active wear label as well, Unify, unifyactive.com if you want to go check out some of the active wear. So that's just another pillar to the business. Um, but yeah, you know, physically outside of training, look, oh, fucking, this this episode's kind of going all over the shop. Uh, but outside of the outside of competing, sorry, physically since then, you know, since I've, uh, I've stopped playing basketball, I've, I did a 24-hour sled push challenge Um I asked my good mate Michael Klim to join me for the first one. Um, so we did that in 2017, I believe it was. Um, you know, pushed a sled nonstop 24 hours to raise money for raise money and awareness for Beyond Blue and um, and mental health. And that was an amazing experience, like just fucking insane. It was the hardest thing I've ever done by far. And um, you know, stupidly enough, the following year I decided to do it again. Um, a big thanks to Katie Brennan for letting me use her her gym that was another awesome experience and we raised even more money the second time around um which which was insane Uh, just an awesome experience and physically extremely hard uh done a half marathon uh did a full marathon last year uh throughout lockdown without without really any training and just continue to push myself physically and mentally and um just reach new levels and continue to share, I guess, my journey with everyone like I'm doing at the moment um, to help as many people as I can. But, you know, the biggest thing for me now is that I feel like I'm continuing to learn. Um, I have a great amount of knowledge under me in terms of training and nutrition to not only progress my own, um, progress towards my own goals physically and mentally, but also to help as many people as I can. Um, And that's the goal. So like, that's kind of how I've ended up where I am now. Um, continue to, to to work my ass off. Like I said, I'm sorry, I didn't mention this episode, but I think it was 2017 as well um, that that I joined the girls at Keeper Cleaner, Steph and Laura, uh, when we first launched the app, which was amazing. Um, and that's been an incredible journey, and it's a journey it still is today. It's, been, it's given me the ability to help and reach as many people as I can, um, a lot more females, particularly those that are starting out training, which is awesome to be able to have that influence. So, yeah, man, I'm super fortunate. Uh, very grateful and that's I guess my journey I just wanted to share that a little bit for anyone who doesn't know what my background was um, and the goal moving forward I'd love to open up my own facility at some point I mean it's going to happen it's just a matter of when um, continue to grow this podcast build my, my online audience to help as many people as I possibly can travel more get over to LA get over to some different parts of the world and, uh, and yeah just, just level up as often as I possibly can So hopefully this episode's been able to help some of you in terms of getting an understanding of the process it takes to to get to this point now and I'm not even close to where I want to be. Like this is literally just the beginning. It's not even, it's like the beginning of the beginning. Um, So it takes a lot of consistency. For me, it's just been about consistency. It hasn't been about, 
getting given anything hasn't been about, you know, just being naturally good at something. It's about working my ass off, being consistent as fuck and, and just believing and believing and trusting in the process as well. So that, that's pretty much wraps us up for this episode. Uh, I'd love to get your feedback uh, as always. If you enjoyed today's solo podcast, which is the first one in a while, make sure to, um, to take a screenshot of this episode, post it up on your Instagram story for me. Um, again, we'd love to hear your feedback and, uh, I appreciate you tuning in. So that wraps us up. Thank you for listening and, uh, looking forward to chatting to you again in the next episode of the fitness and lifestyle podcast. And of course, make sure you subscribe if you have not already.